It's nice that we, you were looking for love uh, by finding yeah. a book, but you found the love um, for countries and you found the love for starting a business. So in one way or another, you found love actually. Marketing your own business as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. You can make it. I mean... Hello, welcome to this week's podcast episode and I'm super excited. We're starting a new series and we called it How Social Enterprises Impact the World. And I'm here with uh, Yuki calling in from Japan who has um, created some amazing companies also during his studies. <laughs> and welcome Yuki, welcome. Thank you for being on the show. Hi guys and hi Christine. <laughs> I'm um Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa arigato from Tokyo. Ah, thank you. I'm not going to try to repeat <laughs> that because I... it probably sounds strange, but <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that uh, greeting. Yeah, of course. I'm um I'm very excited. You were also um connected to me by Mandy who was um the one that was kicking off the podcast with me and the first four episodes. And yes. um, today we're going to talk a bit more about yourself, a bit about who you are, what you're doing, what your companies are doing, some challenges that you face, and um, maybe throwing in some Germany stuff where I'm from. So mm -hmm. it's going to be mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, and everyone who doesn't know um, will get to know you much better today. And Yuki is a super interesting character, doing lots of amazing things, traveling <laughs> a lot in the world, uh, so has a lot to say. So let's uh, dive right in, Yuki. Do you want to start introducing yourself? And, um, yeah, sure, sure, sure. You I mean, and all your history and all the interesting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Christine, your introduction for me was amazing. Thanks. Uh, okay, uh, nice to see you guys. Uh, I'm Yuki. And I'm Japanese and currently living, I spend almost all my life living in Tokyo. And I have a company and I am founder of this company. Uh, the name is Eifer. Eifer. Uh, actually, the name is German. Uh, it means uh, passion in German. And I am doing the businesses with the uh, local people in the developing countries like uh, Mongolia or Nepal, some Asian countries, African countries. And we are co-making the businesses together and for the uh, developed countries like USA, uh, Germany, of course, Japan, uh, UK or something. Mm -hmm. For example, like we are making traveling tours, traveling tours uh, in Mongolia and we just gather the people from the uh, such countries like Japan, USA and share the revenue with the people, with the local people and, and you know, we are making some the opportunity for the uh, um, local developing countries people uh, to get the money or to get the education and uh, to start their own their life and yeah it's kind of the uh, my introduction and what I do in my company anyway uh, nice to see you guys I'm so excited uh, for being here thanks yes and and tell us a bit more about why you actually started those because they they sound um, amazing and um, really giving back to community is really great and I know it's the trend which it should be <laughs> um, so I don't want to use <laughs> sure. this term saying oh it's a trend in the market and stuff but it is luckily um, that people start caring about even more mm -hmm. about 
environment, caring about more the community, caring more mm -hmm. about having an impact with their startups. I'm not saying there's something mm -hmm. wrong with if you have a startup that doesn't have an impact on specific things. Although um, every, I would say every startup has an impact on something. So tell us a bit more why you started those businesses. Sure, sure, sure. Thanks for uh, giving me a nice question. Actually, uh, why I started this business or why I started startup company uh, because of the time in Germany. Uh, I was in Germany uh, two years ago as an exchange student. And, you know, uh, I was a so normal student and just studied there. And yeah, just imagine, I, I was a, I, I am a pure Asian boy. <laughs> it was, it was kind of the, you know, uh, kind of like, I was expected uh, to, you know, uh, get a European girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of the uh, dream, dream for the Asian boy. I, I, I oh, really? I did and, not know that. <laughs> kind of. I mean, I'm, I was so excited because I spent almost all my life, a rest of all my life uh, in Japan. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, you know, the life in Germany was kind of the special moment. I mean, everything was new. Everything was so fashionable amazing and of course I ex expected some diplomas <laughs> and yeah I met a lot of these so nice people but unfortunately I was uh, alone in the time and I cannot get a girlfriend so I just and I talk with my other Japanese friend and we should do something and we should make uh, some actions for you know mm -hmm. uh, having a such romance <laughs> so we have started you know uh, traveling around especially east europe like ukraine lithuania uh, hungary or more countries and searching for uh romance so some the people who like japan or who are learning japanese or who have an interest in japanese culture and we just go east and east like uh, beyond beyond the you know east europe like we go to Russia, we go to mongolia finally and you know, as a conclusion, I could not get a girlfriend, <laughs> finally, but <laughs> I met uh, so amazing people. I met uh, yes. so amazing people and countries, amazing. Even the countries I didn't know the name, for example, Mongolia, Ukraine, I don't know, and I don't, mm -hmm. I have a totally no idea what country is, but there are so many people who like Japan, who have interest in Japan, and for Japanese people, uh, we think, by, by ourselves, like Japanese people are so shy and we are not so much, you know, uh, kind of like standing out uh, in abroad. But I mean, in such countries, a lot of people have a more interest in Japanese anime and Japanese cultures. And I was so moved and I was so happy in that moment, especially in Mongolia. I mean, the culture was amazing. I think there are a lot of the influential people and they have our own cultures. They they don't follow capitalism. They just follow a friendship and trust, and mm -hmm. kind of like you know, kind of their trust economy. So even even some Japanese, even the strangers, they just welcome all time, uh, giving me giving their traditional alcohol, giving their traditional uh, food, everything, accommodations, uh, good story, and we just watch sky together or something, and. It was a totally a nice opportunity and cultures. And in, in that time, I just think, okay, I want to do, 
I want to introduce a more such a culture to Japan or to a more developed countries like USA or Germany. I want I want to like expand and I want to make them famous. I mean, because like you know, uh, usually such a developed developing countries have a, are facing with more and more challenge, especially poverty. Uh, yeah. Environment program, of course, and so I mean, so I want to do something. So that's why I have started my company uh, with these some local people in Mongolia. That was, that was kind of like my uh, first motivation why I ha- I have started my company. Amazing. Sorry, it's a long longest story. No, <laughs> no, it's it's lovely. This is uh, what stories are about. If a story is one minute long, uh, it's not too much. To that story and it's nice. It's nice that we you were looking for love. Uh, by finding yeah. love, but you found the love mm-hmm. um, for countries and you found the love for starting a business. So in one way or another, you found love <laughs> actually um, for for people and impacting. So you can see it maybe that way. And it's it's uh, it's nice that you're looking at these um, countries that are mm-hmm. maybe not the most touristic places and mm-hmm. uh, deciding. Okay, I want to have an impact. I want to to do this and. I mm. assume there were a lot of challenges that you came across and still come across because every startup has challenges. And mm. um, I mean, apart from uh, organizing stuff and finding things, also creating the products um, and also the, um, I know you created like a, a whole house that people can carry. <laughs> Maybe you tell mm-hmm. us a bit more about that as well, but tell us a bit more about the challenges that you come across mm-hmm. and, and oh my god what what you're still facing maybe what kind of challenges now in these difficult times whilst we're this, recording this maybe by the time it's released we were living mm-hmm. in a more normal world again but at the moment it's a bit of crazy times but tell a bit more and share a bit more about this we have a full of challenges of course i mean every day it's kind of like you know uh yeah almost all time we have a tough moment but it was super fun so that's why we continue I mean, for example, like, you know, we are working together with the uh, local people, especially the people who have a different background compared with the Japan, of course. And uh, for example, like the Japanese people are super mm-hmm. punctual and all time, all time, you know, like all super organized. Maybe, maybe as the same as German people. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but we're like more punctual and, you know, it's kind of like so... Uh, workaholic sometimes mm-hmm. uh, working 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 yes i think uh, even more than germans uh, probably yeah of course yeah. of course <laughs> <laughs> but for example like you know people in mongolia they are living with nature they are living with the full of the uh mountains uh rivers everything so i mean they just yes. don't check clocks yes so it's like you know their life is not depend depends on the time. Their life more depends on nature, more like mm-hmm. their culture, right? So yeah. we have a total. But we are doing a business. So, for example, we are selling the uh, Mongolian people's accommodation. The name is Gear. Uh, Gear is uh, accommodation uh, Mongolian people are using, and yes. this is so nice because because made of the uh, made of the woods and uh, sheep. And this was so kind of like you know convenient and easy to easy to make and easy to move. So I think this is gonna be a hit in Japan, I guess. So like we are selling. So mm-hmm. actually 
yeah, we, we, we made a really good start, like even in a quick Kickstarter, yeah. we got a lot of price. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Mongolian people uh, don't so much follow that drive, for example. Yes. Or, you know, they're like more living with nature and enjoy their life, of course. But I mean, like, you know, uh, our customers um, are so waiting uh, for get for getting a gear. But I mean, even now, uh, Mongolian, our partners are making the gear. And I don't know that they try and when they can mm. deliver the gear to Japan. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's kind of like tough stuff we have, but you know we have also a lot of things we can learn from the uh, Mongolian people. For example, like they more pray for nature, and they know how to enjoy their life, and they know uh, they have amazing cultures, uh, like like friendship, trust each other. And that is a point Japanese people are now lacking. So yeah, so it's so challenging, but of course it's so fun and like more full of running too so i love it <laughs> yes and um <laughs> i i completely understand um when you're talking about the cultural differences um, and mm-hmm. you, you travel so much so i always say travel is the the best educator really um, <laughs> and True. can True. learn so many things you learn patience you are open-minded you um, get inspired <clears throat> the innovation all these kind of things. So I, I always say uh, travel as much as you can in the times when you can. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And um, me being German, I for me, it was even not a culture shock, but uh, different when I went uh, living in the UK and living in Sweden mm-hmm. and then living in, mm-hmm. um, in Italy at the moment. So it's i can see all wow the i envy you <laughs> i know it's, it's, uh, it's lovely yes <laughs> you can envy me yeah, okay. <laughs> that was amazing. No. Yeah. but it's um really is different and um you will uh yeah just learn a lot of things and learn a lot about yourself as well and see mm-hmm. and really prioritize things differently in um in the world and see things in a different light so that's that's lovely thank you for sharing that and um i also like that uh, you you gave this story and how you actually came about to start your business and this is a lot of times how people get um to start their own business they see something they fall in love with something and they, <laughs> they want to change a situation they want to solve a problem um, with uh, something they're doing. Um, so that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And is there any anything else that you would like to share before we finish off this episode, actually? But any other challenges or any uh, any other learnings, maybe, that you have for the listeners from your whole journey? When 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 did you start this journey? So how long ago was did you start? Uh, last- I have established my company last year, so mm-hmm. now it's the second year of my company. Yeah. So we are still super child, <laughs> just a one year old child. So yeah, I mean maybe maybe uh, like one learning for the listeners because mm-hmm. uh, maybe 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 you guys are in Germany or Europe, maybe like more some rich countries, right? I mean, like even even in Japan too. I mean, you know, because my first career is founding in my company so uh, almost uh, almost all my friends or use my friends uh, going belonging to some company now and 
especially my European friends, I mean, they say, okay, I want to do something for futures, but I mean, at first, we are going to belong to some company and get some more experiences. And I think, I think they are right. I think, but like, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't have experience to belong to a company. So, I mean, I'm super beginner for the business, super beginner for the economy, but I somehow survived. And, you know, uh, like more of my friends just told me, oh, Yuki was crazy because he started a business, even with some experiences in a company. or And also, he also started a business in Mongolia, what a, what a poor countries, and nobody knows. And but it's kind of like social pressures, right? Because I have graduated my uh, university, right? And I mm. was studying in Germany. It's kind of like, you know, kind of like, uh, and almost every my friends are going to a so nice company and get a more high salary. It's kind of like, you know, social hiatus, status or something, uh, so high. And and even, even also like my German friends and Spanish friends, every the same. But, but, I, I just I just want to say if you want to start, you can start now and don't worry about uh, other people's you know opinions because you know if you really want to do it, you can do it and if you have passion, you can make it. I mean, this is this is my words. I mean, I want I really want to say uh, to my myself last year because last year I'm so I'm so kind of like anxious and worry about my future life because. I have started my company, and but without no ex, uh, without experiences and for business. But now I'm somehow survive, and uh, nowadays I, I, some media just you know, uh, introduce us, and also I can, you know, like somehow get the uh, revenues and somehow somehow making uh yeah work work somehow survive. So so I mean, it's kind of like. It was a social pressure because it was quite a challenging. But I mean, yes. you can make it. I think so. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like my my words to to my to myself last year. So kind of. Yeah. Very nice. I think um, starting out um, a business is always tough. But if you have especially social pressures, like you say, your environment. Uh, maybe even mm-hmm. family and friends, like you say, even mm-hmm. even if people don't put that pressure on you, you always feel that if you're in that kind of environment, obviously. Um, true, so true. I like that you say that. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't listen mm-hmm. too much on the pressure around you and um, try to stay positive and really um, move forward bit by bit. And starting a business is never from one day to another. There's a lot of work involved in this. Uh, this work is never ending so it's nice, nice that you share that thank you i love your words <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is really like that but it's all yeah. worth it if you're doing if you know why you're doing things and if you have the passion for what you're doing if you're not passionate about what you're doing you don't have to start a business because you will give up at some point it's going to be too mm. complicated um to keep up with something that you're not passionate about um because it will not be easy Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. Super interesting. Always talking to people from different cultures. Um, <laughs> Thank you. About their, their experiences. And um, in the next episode, we're going to talk a bit more about why people should actually start social enterprises um, and what are the benefits and maybe looking also at the different 
um, a bit more deeper why you started the business and so on. I'm looking mm. forward to talking to you then. Thank you so much for your time. So goodbye, guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.